Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You To Sleep. My name's Jason Newland and uh, this is a... Hey, excuse me. Exactly that, it's a boring podcast to help you to relax and fall asleep, maybe, if you want to fall asleep. And what else? Oh yeah, only listen or watch this video if it's on video when you can safely close your eyes. So I hope you're well. I might be making more videos in the future. Um, because I've had to make some ch changes to be honest with you had to make some changes uh, had to reduce my outgoings because I can't afford all the the costs really of running this thing so I've had to reduce things down so I was still going to have the podcasts and I'll still be using Spreaker which is a fair bit of money every month but I'm going to keep doing that the YouTube videos I won't be I can't use story blocks anymore for making videos for the YouTube because that's like the, the videos I use with my voice added, you know, with my thing added to it. And so I'm not going to be using that anymore. I might make more live recordings, not live, but you know, like me and my funny beard. Oh, sorry. Me and my beard just talking. Either way, it'll still be a podcast. I just have to make sure that I don't get too close to the microphone so I'm not blowing air into it because otherwise it gets distorted. But I'm far enough away so it's fine. Um, so, yeah, that's it really. I'm trying to think of anything that's new. Yeah, not much going on. Vinny's eating a bone. So that's nice. Just gonna find a way to distract him. Um, other than that, not much going on. Just trying to, I've been trying to reduce my monthly outgoings. Made a lot of phone calls, been online trying to change stuff. I phoned the electric and gas company. And because at the moment I'm paying £200 a month to electric and gas and you know I, I, I put it up it was £100 and it's direct debit but I chose direct debit about probably about six, seven, eight months when, when the bills started going up so I chose a direct debit just to make things a little bit more streamlined, you know? And I initially had a hundred pound aimed, you know, uh, to come out every month. And then they started sending me messages saying, it's not enough, hundred pounds, not enough. It's like, okay. And this was in the, this was like, what, really, really, really? hundred pound, okay. So, 
I put it up to £200 online. I went onto the app, put it up to £200. And then shortly afterwards, I did... I kind of reviewed it and thought, you know, £200 is a lot of money. £200 is a lot of money to be paying every month. Um, and I don't always have that amount of money to pay. So I went onto the app to reduce it back down to 100 or maybe 150 you know, but less. Oh, the app wouldn't allow that. Wouldn't allow that. For some reason. They'll take the money, but they won't give it back. Not that I wanted it back, but I just wanted to change it, you know. So I basically, I let it go. I left it for a while. And kind of stuck with it, you know, 200 pound, you know, the bills were going up. It was a winter and I kind of left it. But then this week, I realized that I need to do something about it. I phoned them up, right? And I said, I need you to reduce the amount to a hundred pound. Instead of 200, it's a hundred. Uh, just in case you don't know, a hundred pound is the currency in this uh, country that I live. Um, of course you have different currencies different countries you know but pound I mean I know a lot of people probably, we know that but not, not everybody might know that um, probably everyone does but you don't know do you so I basically started to think well okay let's I made a list basically I made a list of different things different places that I needed to call and contact and online and to just to make changes. And what I did is I phoned up the bank and they said basically, uh, I said I'd like to change it from 200 down to 100. This is a very boring story, isn't it? Um, but I just like okay put it back down and the lady on the phone said I'm not going to do a voice I'm not going to do a voice but she said um, no basically can't do that and I said, what do you mean you can't do that? It's my money. It's my bank. She said, nope, can't do it. Can't reduce it down to 100. You owe 98 pound. That's a weird noise he's making there, isn't it? Um, so basically, I had to haggle to get the payment down 
my own money that I'm paying from my bank. <laughs> and I said to her, look, I nominated myself to have a direct debit and I'm the one that put it up from 100 to 200. I don't know, I'm not sure if I said it in such a squeaky voice, but you know, it's at the time, but you know, I just, it's 200 pound, I want it to be 100. And she said, no, I cannot do that. I don't know, I think she might have been French. Uh, but she said, no. I said, I need it to go down to 100. And she kept saying no. In the end, she said, because of the debt you have, bearing in mind they're getting 200 pound, you know, on the first of next month and another 200 pound the first of, you know, it's not like the 98 pound is going to stay in debt considering we're in the summer. So I'm using less electricity and gas, I'm guessing. And I basically just said, look, we need to do something. Uh, it's a bit dire at the moment. I need to reduce my monthly expenses. And she said, okay. She said the best she can do is put it down to £135 instead of 200 and instead of a hundred, which is what I wanted him to, her to do. And, um, it's like, okay. It, it was almost like it was, uh, it wasn't a win, but it wasn't a loss. It's hot here with all these lights. I had to kind of take it for what it was, you know. And just accepted that. So, and she said, if you if you get out, if you get in too much debt, we're going to have to put it up again. I said, look, no. It's my bank. You have to consult me. And she said, well, you could just cancel a direct debit. And I said, yeah, but I don't want to do that. Because I don't, I'm not trying to like cause problems, just, you know, I'm paying it. I've always paid my bills and generally on time, sometimes ahead of time. In the past, when I didn't have direct debit, I used to pay um, 100, 200 pound ahead before the bills were even in. So, but don't get, I didn't get no, uh, special vouchers for that but well, I don't know why I would get a special voucher for that but uh, anyway yeah so that's it it was a little bit I didn't want to be rude but it was kind of this is money this is like quite important I'm not doing this for a joke it's not jolly I'm not phoning up uh, just for fun you know, I wanted, needed to make the reduction in money going out. So that's what I did. Managed to get down to 135, 80 or something. I think it ended up being. Uh, I cancelled my websites. Uh, so I'm not going to have any websites 
I don't I think they'd be it'd still be around for another couple of weeks. So the websites would be gone. Uh, what other things would be gone? I've had to cancel my internet. Uh, I was paying for my friend's internet downstairs, so I've cancelled that. I've cancelled the internet here. I actually had um, two broadbands here as well, um, because quite often I'll be uploading lots of things. So, for example, a really big video takes hours to upload to YouTube. Something that, especially if it's like a 10 hour video, it would be. Um, Oh, excuse me. God, I don't know why I was yawning then. Um, what was I saying? Websites. Broadband, yeah. So I cancelled my friend's broadband, cancelled my broadband, and then I cancelled the mobile broadband, which is it's still broadband, but it's like a separate thing. So that I was able to do more than one thing at the same time. Because otherwise I just wouldn't be able to do anything. I'd be sort of six hours for a video to upload to YouTube. And not be able to use the internet for anything else. So what I've done is I've kept my phone. Which is a pay as you go but it's unlimited data. So I'm going to have to do all my uploading with the phone. Which means... I won't be able to do any 10 hour videos. It's just, that's going to be impossible because it was just not, not viable. It's not, I'm not going to be able to do that. Um, so it just, it's just about, it's going to take a little bit of time and I'll have to use that phone for watching television. If I want to watch YouTube on television and stuff, I have to use the data, the, what do they call it? Um, what's that thing? To, uh, you know, you click it and you can share the share the internet. I don't know. Um, oh, forget it's that. Anyway, so I, I can watch. I can also stream from the phone onto the TV. So I'll do that. So I've got YouTube. Um, I got rid of, I was paying for the YouTube premium, which was like 11 99 a month without adverts, but I've got rid of that. Uh, probably 50% of my viewing of television is YouTube. So that's, is really weird because that ran out yesterday. I didn't, I didn't realize until this morning when I put it on and it was just all these adverts it was like oh this is horrible just adverts I mean it's one of the reasons I don't watch television hardly ever because of the adverts so there you go let's have a quick drink Um, 
other than that, really, what other things? So I got rid of the internet. I got rid of... Um... I'm trying to, I can't remember. What, what else did I get off? There is like Canva, which is I, I make um, images on Canva for the podcasts. So I've I got rid of premium on there. Um, that's like ten ninety nine a month or something. So I got rid of that. Um, I've I've cancelled any streaming services. I've only got two streaming services left that I have to pay, but I'm on a like a contract, a special deal they offered with Now TV, which is like Sky movies and whatever and it's six pound each until the end of the year but they're they reduced them like half price or so i don't know what it is something like that so it's uh i'm kind of stuck into that unfortunately so was it july august september october november December? yeah so i've got them runs out 31st of december so I couldn't cancel them, but everything else has been cancelled. Uh, so I managed to knock off about £400, maybe nearly £500 a month off of my monthly expenses. And because I just got, I got about £6,000 I owe. Uh, credit card and on a catalogue two credit cards and a catalogue and the catalogue is I think it's £1,200 now to pay but if I don't pay the £1,200 by the 15th of November another nine, nearly £1,000 interest is going to be added on because it's a pay, buy now pay later thing when I got my laptop so yeah it has to be paid and and then the other other one credit cards just over four grand and the other ones about 500 600 something like that so the first thing is to pay off the um the catalog so that's 1200 need to pay that off as soon as i can and then need to start on the, the uh, credit card because the monthly payments are going up exponentially because of the interest. So I'm paying about £140 a month off of the, the main credit card. And that's going to be going up. If I don't pay anything off of it, by the end of the year, probably about, probably about 250 quid a month. And it still won't be paying anything off. I still won't have because the interest is so high so I need to you know focus on getting that paid off as well and then there's the little credit card once that's done it's all done by the end of the year the Adobe suite which I've kind of signed up for for the year which is 50 I think it's 51 pound a year a month which gives me all the Adobe things like uh, Photoshop uh, Premiere Pro, uh, all those kinds of things. Uh, aud- audition, 
so you can do stuff with the audible you know podcast and stuff so all those things that I do sometimes use you use more than I used to are the reason I signed up for the year is because I thought I'd be using it more and if you sign up it works out about I think like 30 over 30 pound cheaper a month than if you pay um, just as you go now technically I'd have been better off paying as I got, as I went really but hey what's that stuck in my f- yellow hair where did that come from so basically I've just been I spent two days doing that two days <laughs> two days and it's it's kind of weird because I've not that I've had my head buried in the sand but I kind of didn't necessarily want to face it or give my full attention to it you know like uh, but I got a a loan from the like a government loan the other day like last week and it just all went like instantly all the money going out of my account just went so quickly and I realised this is not sustainable and I've signed up for over the years loads of apps to try and help with promotion to try and help with improving stuff to uh, for the podcasts and the videos and I spent money on promoting the videos on YouTube uh, over the years and I kind of really just need to cut back and get back to basics you know get back to just just get out of debt if that's possible well it is possible just going to take a little while I mean once I paid off the the catalogue I can then focus on on the credit card and you know incrementally as I pay bits off it'll just the interest will go down so I'll be able to get that under control so that's good I'm quite pleased uh, be, when, that, when that's done it's going to take it might take to the end of next year I don't know I'm not sure I'm not sure but it'll take a little while but once it's done it's done so I'm kind of I mean the other thing I was thinking can I get rid of his insurance but that's the one thing I guess I really do need to keep. But that's £65 a month. But I have to keep that really because technically that's the most important thing, isn't it? So it's so noisy. It's so noisy. 
Uh, I don't need to buy any books. I don't need to do any stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all right. It's now that I've kind of focused um, what I'm going to do, not today, but tomorrow, I'm going to go through each date while I've got payments going out and make a note of them so I know each and every time. So what I can then do is start paying money off of the debts each week knowing what's going to be coming out the following week and budget you know, for food and other stuff. And yeah, it's a bit boring, isn't it? This, this, I know it's supposed to be boring. This is even boring for me, really. But this is also factual. Factual. So, yeah, I managed to... I suppose I didn't make a really good... I, I, I paid... I paid money off my credit card. I paid money, used the credit card to take some of the money off of the um, the catalog, the laptop. You know, buy now, pay later. So it was sixteen hundred and fifty-two. I paid four hundred and forty pound off one credit card. In the other credit card, I paid seventy-one pound. So it's left me with. Twelve hundred or eleven hundred pound, and the interest will be a lot less as well now. But then I'm going to accrue more interest on the credit cards, so it's one of those weird things. I mean, I get some money on Wednesday, and Wednesday is when my Spreaker podcast money goes out. And the thing about Spreaker is. I've got so many recordings on there. And if I left Spreaker, even if it was just for a few months and used a different service, if I wanted to go back to Spreaker, it's going to cost me more than double the amount because they put their prices up. They just haven't put them up for me because, well, not just for me, I guess, but anyone that's been around for a while because I have been with them for years, quite a few years, five, six years, whatever. Um, whether they do put the prices up, that'll come, you know, that'll, I have to rethink the situation because it's, I don't think £240 or whatever it is, is really doable a month to pay for podcasts. Now, if I just had one podcast, life would be easier. It would be very simple. It would cost me £20 a month, maybe maybe less, £12 a month to run that one podcast. And I wouldn't need to do it on Spreaker. I could just do it on lot, as many others I could use. And not all of them offer unlimited. So even... Because I get some podcasts will give you like unlimited podcasts that you can upload, but then they won't give you unlimited data in a sense of how um, how many downloads you have. 
so it's kind of I don't know what the like I had to work it out to work out like which one would be best because I don't have some will say oh you can only do uh, you can have 50,000 downloads in a month which is nothing well it's not nothing but it's, it's not enough I get average 300,000 a month so, and more plus so 50,000 downloads although I would have loved that a few years back in a month is not enough so to start charging me a pound for every extra thousand downloads I worked out one of them it cost me about 400 pound added on just because of the extra downloads I get and I don't want to get penalised for don't want to get penalised for I don't want to get penalised for doing that, you know, for being not successful. Stop it. Vinny, leave, leave me alone. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, Vinny, do what you want. Um, it doesn't seem very fair, does it? To get penalised for having a, a, a more successful podcast. So, yeah. Uh, some podcast hosts, they say unlimited. They say, oh, yeah, it's unlimited. Uh, upload as much as you want, blah, blah, blah. And then I go and start uploading my stuff. And because I've got thousands of hours of stuff, the they start like the web, the, the internet starts to melt. <laughs> like no we can't handle this I said you see, I've actually had podcast hosts in the past uh, block my account no more no more uploads allowed and I've contacted them and said look you said it's unlimited they, they said yeah within reason you've uploaded 400 recordings in the last three days like yeah I've got another 600 left. This was years ago. This is like six, seven years ago. It's like, no. In the, in, in the end, they sort of let me have a little bit more. And they said, yeah, the, the unlimited resets itself at the end of the year, at the month. So we'll give you an extra 10 gigabytes of space. But then you'll have to, you know, when you when you use that up, you'll have to wait until the end of the month, and it will get set reset to unlimited, which is generally ten gigabytes. But I didn't realise. I mean, ten gigabytes is probably enough for a lot of podcasters. Uh, some podcasters may, yeah, they might make a one record in a week, have one podcast. And maybe it lasts half an hour or an hour. And an hour just audio will take up probably a 
less than 100 megabytes. Depends, I guess, how good quality the sound is. So less than 100 megabytes for an hour of audio. MP3. If it's a WAV or WAV file, then, you know, probably maybe triple that. But still not a lot, you know? I mean, for 10 gigabytes, you could do... 10 gigabytes, 10 recordings at a gigabyte. So that's a hundred recordings, a hundred hours for 10 gigabytes, uh, generally, of like MP3. Roughly, it's to be fair, probably not, probably less than that. I think YouTube uses about one gigabyte per half an hour or Netflix I think it's one gigabyte of data per half an hour or maybe it's per hour but they they reduce the size the size down by a lot because an hour long recording would be you know eight eight nine gigabytes And when it gets through to YouTube, they'll delete it or delete it. They'll melt it down to probably 130 megabytes or something like that. They'll, they've got the conversion, construction, compression, whatever it's called, which is amazing. And it'd be nice to be able to have that available here, here to start with, you know, and to have it uploaded at that level. Because then it takes seconds. Have you finished with him? Vinny, you, you finished? I keep playing with him. It's not moving, I don't know why. So yeah, I'd, it's kind of one of those weird things, just... If they put the money up, if Spreaker said, oh, we're going to have to charge you double the amount now for next year or whatever, it's going up. Nah. Well, now, as it is, they changed the rate. Now, I'm happy with Spreaker. I just, you know, I'm not I'm not slagging them off. They've, they're a good company, I think. And, and on occasions where I have deleted hundreds of podcast episodes including whole podcasts they've managed to reinstate them re-upload them for me on a probably three or four occasions over the last five years that i've done that so hats off to them i've got an invisible hat i've got a hat shaped like a big forehead my head big forehead my is my big forehead big I don't know so just have to wait and see really I, I don't I hope they don't put the price up because I might then I might still look to move actually because there's no adverts on there anymore uh, on my podcasts I might I was trying to do that to help pay for everything but still wasn't kind of cutting the mustard I'm going to try and I'm looking at Spotify because ultimately 
my main the main podcast hosts that listen to my podcasts that you know that are used um the apps is apple podcasts um stitchers one of them stitchers closing at the end of august and you've got spotify and this there's quite a few but you know none of them compare to apple podcasts i think spotify's second castbox that's another one as well castbox that's that's kind of in the top like five but apple podcast is way ahead of everyone as far as listeners to the point of for every 10,000 listeners probably 9,000 of them maybe even more come from apple podcasts it's that kind of level of it's, and i think castbox might even be ahead of spotify as far as listeners and i'm not sure why that is because i used to have quite a good listeners uh, uh, quite a good audience with spotify a few years back maybe it just doesn't suit what people listen to i'm not okay i'm not sure i'm not sure quite what the what the reason for that is maybe people don't listen to podcasts so much on spotify as they do on apple podcasts i don't know and but i'm looking into the spotify i'm looking into Castbox, looking into ways of doing some free podcasts and kind of going back in time a little bit and looking at ways looking at free services that i can use to promote and to build and to um inseminate that's not the right word is it distribute my podcasts uh, i don't want to go free as far as a podcast host because then i could lose everything I could lose all the podcasts and that has happened to me uh, at least once where i lost hundreds of podcast episodes because the free service i was using decided to close and it was no warning it just closed no warning of the recordings going missing it just you know that won't happen with well blimey i hope it won't happen with spreaker but if stitcher is closed then maybe and the stitcher acast is another one i think that closed there's closed so that's two quite big podcast names have closed down stitcher gave notice because it's still only the middle of july and they're closing at the end of august i hope if spreaker was to come and say they're closing i hope they don't but if they were in that position I hope that none of them close because uh, it's not good, is it? It's not, it's not good for the podcasters, not good for the podcasting community, which I am, I guess, part of, even though I don't know anybody else that does podcasts. I'm part, I'm part of a community where I've got no friends. 
is I'm, I'm above average in viewers or listeners I'm not anywhere near the top nowhere in the nowhere near that but I'm definitely not at the bottom of the of the pile um I don't know navel I don't know I'm somewhere somewhere kind of in the middle uh, apparently if you can get if you can get 10,000 downloads in a, in a week or in a month you're doing quite well if, but then you've got someone like what's his name um, the most popular one he gets I think 300 odd million downloads a month so you know I can't really Joe Rogan so you know I think he's the most popular podcaster or he was online but I'm pretty sure if Mr Beast started a podcast he'd be the most popular podcaster because of how popular he is and maybe he has got a podcast I don't know uh, he seems to be very busy so I don't know how he'd manage to do that as well as everything else because he's he's like making movies basically isn't he his YouTube channel are uh, very very big spectacular events wow so yeah um, I I'm not sure where it's all going to be honest I'm not sure where I'm going with all this stuff but it doesn't matter I think um, I need to focus a bit, a bit more on just doing the stuff you know just getting it done and remembering why I was doing it and to start with And the only way I can put these on YouTube is by filming myself sweating under these really warm lights. And I don't know if that, you know, I don't know. Because I don't, I'm not going to have access to the videos, you know, swirling images and all that stuff that I've got on about 500 videos that are on my YouTube channel. But maybe this is all right, you know. Maybe this is this. Maybe this is enough. Maybe it's enough. I don't know. I'm not sure. Generally, I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, he's eating his bone. He's a cutie. He really is. He makes me laugh. So that's it really, uh, I'm just kind of in that weird zone of what next and I think the next thing I'm going to do is look to tidy up this room and maybe set it up so that I've got the table there, I'm going to move the other bookcase there so I've got two bookcases behind me, I'll have one to the side of me, have the table there, so it basically it'll just be books behind me. 
perhaps get the recording studio set up so that I'll have the microphone instead of using this mic which is really no good for the whisper stuff having this microphone mind you with the whisper stuff I was leaning into it and it was just distorted it was no good so maybe have that with a microphone and well look at that why is that why is that red that's strange oh no I've been leaning on the, on the chair yeah <laughs> oh no I've got chicken pox on the palm of my hand so I looking to get that sorted in the next few days and then maybe just you know make videos of the podcast like which was kind of the original idea a few years a couple of years ago I kind of but the original idea when I first started was to make videos and I used to extract the audio from the video for the podcast back in 2006 2007 and then then occasionally I make audios on their own because I didn't want to be on video or perhaps I was in the park making the audio sitting under a tree with the birds singing and stuff with my dick uh, in my hand the dick 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 what do they call it dictator dick dick recorder thing um you got like little tapes that go into it dictate dictate dick i don't think it's called a dictator dick recorder something like that so i used to have that and then i would transfer that oh no it didn't have a tape it was digital digital so i'd record it digital and then i'd transfer it onto the laptop and then edit it very not very well edited using audacity i think back in the day so i think i can say back in the day considering it was like 16 17 years ago i remember seeing a 10 year old say that once not oh, back in the day you're three months old back in the day it was yesterday back in the day uh, you get me uh, it's like the politicians the words they use like I don't know there's um, I don't even know where, where it came from but a few years ago there was like a study or something a political study into the government or into something maybe it was the NHS or something and it came out that it wasn't fit for purpose those are the words not fit for purpose which isn't a normal sentence that the average English person would say not fit for purpose it's not I don't know it's just a weird kind of phrase and for about two years solid every single politician was using that phrase like every political program you just kept hearing it over and over again not fit for purpose 
not fit for purpose. Um, what's the new words that politicians are all using now? Um, the, what's that? The new, the, the, the new now, or the new, the, the old new, the new now, whatever, like this is the, how things are now, the new way of being, the new now, the new new, new new, new new, and what's the other word, oh, not bombastic, uh, because of a B. Oh, nearly, not just, not just politicians, but radio presenters, people that are being interviewed on the radio, I listen to radio quite a bit. Uh, oh, what's that word? Never heard it before. I might have heard it before, but I don't remember hearing it before. And now it's all the time. Uh, not all the time. I don't have problems. I'm just saying I hear it a lot on television and on the radio. Oh, I can't think of the word. It will come to me probably tomorrow. But fit, not fit for purpose. Shumi, shum, not shumay. Pompeii, Madei, Mamei, Mamei, Mamei. It's a little bit like um, my bad. Nearly every movie I watch, there has to be at least one my bad in it. I don't know if it's like a bet, a bet that like movie directors sort of have, or maybe script writers. Yeah, I bet you I can get two my bads into this movie. Bet you can't. Bet I can. Um, whatever. When when um, Mr. Johnson, our former Prime Minister, was here, not here, but you know, in power, he he used to love using old Latiny, Greeky Latin old style language that no one's used since you know the fourth century albino gorilla he didn't look like a no he didn't what's a bombacious sebaceous sebaceous hanacious And there's another, what's that other, they, oh yeah, this decided that we don't say Kiev anymore, we say Kiev. You know, just like correcting us. And what's that, Kia? Is it Kia? What's that, uh, car maker? Kia, Camino, and they were trying to correct people now, like on the adverts saying, oh, by the way, that's not the right way to pronounce it. The way you're pronouncing it for the last 30 years and the way that we've been pronouncing it in the adverts for the last 30 years has been wrong. And it's your fault. You have to now pronounce it this way. Now, Lidl tried to do that. 
Lidl did. They did. Back in, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe, however long Lidl's been around, they used to have adverts and they kept using the word Lidl. Kept pronouncing it Lidl. But nobody in this country, not even the people that work there, I'm, that's made up, but Lidl, no, Lidl. Because spell L-I-D-D-L-E, Lidl. But no, it's Lidl. Nope. No one would pronounce it Lidl. Everyone, I imagine there's a few people that did, but generally, um, Lidl. For years and years and years on the adverts, Lidl. It costs less at Lidl. And, you know, and it, Lidl is like a... Uh, it was, I don't know if it still is, a very cheap kind of supermarket place where they don't spend money on making the place look nice, like with shelving. They do have shelving, but it's not... It's kind of... Um, nothing's in tins it's just on the floor you just scoop it up <laughs> like, I'm joking um, it, it's it's kind of I don't know what kind of stores you'd have in your own country that were like that but very uh, you get you get things cheap because first of all they're not brand names yeah like you won't get Kellogg's cornflakes or you you see you wouldn't used to anyway Kellogg's cornflakes it'd be a local brand or some kind of name that's in unpronounceable but with a picture of cornflakes on the top on the front and it was a lucky dip a lucky dip some of the things are really nice I mean it's, it, I didn't know what half the stuff was because it didn't have I didn't couldn't read the writing because it was in a different language a lot of the time but it became very popular because it was cheap cheaper now they call themselves little I think the last advert I saw was Christmas Christmas doesn't cost a lot it costs a little I think that was their slogan for Christmas to people to buy their Christmas food at Lidl. It's little cost is doesn't cost a lot, it costs a little. They could have used that ten years ago, fifteen years ago, but no insisted. Dayande. Is it Dayande? Yeah, that's the name of the um the the car company. Dayande, Ayande, Dayande, whatever. But they're, they're now saying on the adverts, by the way, it's pronounced Dayande, Ayande, Like, for the last 150 years, I've been calling it Dayande. And now you tell me it's Huerulabu. No, no, I won't. I'm going to call it what it was. I mean, that's part of communication, isn't it? It's like, you're going to talk about a car to a friend. What kind of car you got? I got um, a, a, a 
you don't want to say it now because it's embarrassing because I can't pronounce the name of the car I've got. I used to be able to pronounce it yesterday, but I listened to an advert, got told off on the advert by a lady um, telling me that I've been pronouncing it wrong all these years. And now I don't know what to do. I just, I'm embarrassed to even... I just, I just want to stay in bed now. <sighs> what other words is there? Not fit for purpose. I know the word I'm thinking of. In fact, I do have another phone here. Let's have a look. Let's see if I can look it up. Right, let's have a look. Oh, shut up. What do I want to do? Just go away, go away, go away. Go away. Right. You ever do that? You just want it to stop. Go. Leave me alone. Done. It's sticking on one thing. Okay. Um, popular words. Popular words. MPs use. Okay. Really? M oh M O's Mo's word. This is popular words. Mo's use. What's a Mo? MPs. Parliamentary logosophy. Can you say do? Why do? War parliamentary jargon. Parliamentary terms. Unparliamentary language. Uh, Call each other liar. Does as follow. Oh, I can't find it. It's gonna bug me now. It's gonna bug me. Not prolific. Not spontaneous. Not pontipotipus. Hippopotamus. Bombastic. Why do I keep thinking bomba bombastic? But there's this specific word. It's overused, a bit like... Do you remember the phrase years ago that people were just squirting out of their bum hole? Um, what was it? Uh, not it's meant to happen. Something similar to that. Not it's meant to be. It's a similar thing to it's meant to be. It's not supposed to happen. What goes around comes around. No, because that, that's the truth, isn't it? Um, oh, what was it? It's kind of in the same line as, you know, when you get your hair cut or you have a shave and they say, oh, you look 20 years younger. It's like just a lie. Stop lying to me. 10 tops, 20, come on. Yeah, I look sexier, but I looked sexy before. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to hear that word tonight, guaranteed, or hear it on the radio, or see it on the TV, or hear it on the TV. I won't see the word, will I? 
and it'll bug me and I'm like, oh damn it. Because it's overused. It's overused. It's meant to happen. That phrase, you know, it was... What is it people used to say? Well, I mean, I'm talking... I never got through a day without hearing someone say it. It's basically like... It's supposed to happen. Whatever happens, happens. But not even that. It's more like... Yep. Destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, almost like... No, we have no control of what happens in our lives. You know, everything's... Uh, Oh, what was it? I forget that. I forget that as well. Oh, I can't remember the word. There was a there was a time when people used to say "swear down." No one says it anymore, but there was like a little period when people were saying "swear down," like telling you something, and to make sure that you realise it's true. Because you might be like, oh, I'm not sure if it's true. But then it'd say, swear down. Then you'd know it was true. Because they said, swear down. It's like, oh, wow, okay. I believe you now. Uh, what other things? It's just... I don't know if they get given these words to say. In fact, I could probably just a lot. Give me a, a a speech. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look up again then. So stay signed out. I'm gonna look up. Okay, latest speech. Latest. Speech from Prime Minister Minister UK. And okay, right here we go. From let me see what it says. I'll be able to find the word because it will be in, it will be on this guaranteed New Year should be a time of optimism and excitement. Yes, I know many of you look ahead to 2023 with apprehension. <laughs> I want you to know that as your Prime Minister, I will work night and day to change that, and quickly. Night and day? Ooh, yeah, okay. But also by changing our country and building a better future for our children and grandchildren. A future that restores optimism, hope and pride in Britain. Let me first address the two issues that I know are on the front foot at the forefront of your minds. Everyone's minds. Okay, so it talks about the NHS. Key is going found it yet. There you go. One is always reflective. I want to punish the promise and the Less on both the cost of living. I think that's concerned. As no, just okay. It's not said it yet. It's not said it yet. Because yeah, I'm so so. Whatever we good for, we need to do the final. You know, we have the first. 
Secondly, we will grow the economy, creating better pay jobs and opportunity right across the country. Third, we will make sure our national debt is falling, so that we can failing or falling, so that we can secure the future of public services. Fifth, we pass new laws to snop blah 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 blah. And oh, oh, I found it. The word, the word I'm looking for. This is a word I don't know if they use it in your country where you are, but in this country it's used continuously, continuously by politicians, all those kinds of people on telly. Robust. Robust. I don't remember even hearing that word until a, a while ago, until a couple of years back, or maybe a year ago even. Robust. Robust. Now, maybe I'm just not aware enough. Um, I mean, if I put in the word robust, so if I Google, 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 okay, robust, R-O-B-U-S-T, robust, robust English, fighter, or personal, strong and healthy, or objects, and I like to break or fall, why, why is it overused, why is it overused? Okay, go on. Why is the word robust being used so much these days? So someone's actually put a thing on there. Um, someone's answered, because it's a nice catch-all phrase to describe technical infrastructure, physics. Is the word robust overused? This is frequently used as a blanket statement to explain the depth of a product offering. The problem is everyone thinks of their product as robust instead explaining how and why the product is robust. Why is everyone saying robust? See, I'm not the only one that's noticed that. The word robust is often used to describe something that is strong, durable, and able to withstand stress or pressure. Because it's a nice casual, blah, 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 blah. No, that's not giving the answer, is it? It's a cliche. Why do you use the word robust? Use robust to describe a person or thing that is healthy and strong. The abject also commonly describes food or drink. A robust wine, wine has a rich, strong flavour. If your school has a robust sports programme, it means they offer lots of different kinds of sports and that a lot of kids participate. Why is the word actually overused? Salem contributor Roxanne Gay, a writing professor at Eastern Illinois University, told me in an email, When people use the word, actually in many contexts, they are implying that they have inclusive access to a font of 
interconvertible knowledge when they actually you what when they actually you they are offering you a gift a writing professor put a sentence together what can the word robust be replaced by healthy sturdy well strong hell healthsome fit hail what is correct versus robust a program is correct if it accomplishes the task that it was designed to perform it is robust if it can handle illegal inputs and other unexpected situations in a reasonable way okay cool um actually is the most futile ever used words on the internet leave actually alone some things are worth keeping actually i would keep actually what does robust mean to people what is the most overused english word it's not on this it's robust isn't on the top 10 there amazing you can hear it in your head just by reading the word on the page. What? Interesting. This word is used so often that sometimes it gets difficult to understand what a person means when they say it. Literally. Nice. Hard. Hard. Change. Important. Actually. Well, what is the most overused cliche? Okay, here we go. Clichés are words or phrases that have been overused in writing or speech and have therefore become largely meaningless. They include examples such as the classic leave no stone unturned and the more modern it is what it is. Um, okay. Overused clichés. I like cliches, but I don't. I don't as well. I feel one of the ones that annoys me most is "no smoke without fire." It's just. It's. It's basically saying that someone's guilty. <laughs> They've been accused of something, therefore they must be guilty. Like, thank goodness that those. Really, thanks, Finney. Thank goodness that those people that use that term and really mean it, no smoke without fire, are not a judge. Can you imagine if there's a judge in a court and you heard them say, no smoke without fire? Like, you're sacked, mate. <laughs> Goodbye. This is not how this works. And that's why if you've got a jury, you need to find out if any of them use that term, no smoke without fire. Because if they do, they need to be off the jury. Because they're dum-dums. Ow! Anyway, I'm going to go now because I think Vili needs my attention. Plus, I need to eat. I need to eat. I really need to eat. So thank you for listening to my very, very boring monologue. 
more boring than usual, I would say. So thank you. Remember, remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. That might be a cliche, but I don't care because it's true. And be gentle with yourself. My advice, if you've... It's something I've said many times before. I guess it's also a cliche then. A lot of people listen to my podcasts and my videos um, in order to... I've been told, people told me this. In order to kind of shut down the chatter, the internal chatter, maybe negative, overactive mind maybe. And a bit of advice that I kind of came up with when I was a counsellor was simply, if you're saying something to yourself that isn't very nice, and we all do it at times, we all do it, some people perhaps do it too much, uh, there's been times when I've done it too much towards myself, think about what you said to yourself, and then ask yourself, would you say that to a small child? Or would you say that to a small child that you really care about? Your own child or your niece or your grandchild or, you know, or just walk up to a, you know, a three-year-old sitting in a pram with their parents and just say that sentence to them. Now, even if it makes you laugh, the idea of doing that, because it depends what you said to yourself, of course. The answer is going to be no, generally, isn't it? So if it's not good enough, if it's, if it's not okay to say it to to a small child, then it, it could, because it's unkind or not pleasant, then don't say it to yourself. And that's something that, I think it's quite powerful, can be quite powerful if you start to notice the things that you say to yourself. He just farted. Vinny just farted. Vinny? Could you get any further up there? Wow. Anyway, I want to go. Thank you. Take care. Lots of love. Bye. Vinny, stop licking that.